Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to Soul Sisters. Jesse Katz here with Dara Golub. What's hey, up, Dara? How are you, Jesse? You're alive today. I'm alive. We had alert. a we had a late night last night in the Billboard office watching those Grammys. Yeah, mm-hmm. was it fast paced? It was a lot. Stop. I was on the the Billboard News video crew. We turned out 14 videos last Ooh. night to cover all the all the news, all the hot performances. What was and the wins. hottest take or hottest item? I mean. <laughs> It was like constantly trying to keep up with what Adele was doing on the Grammys. Like, okay, she performed Hello, huge performance. Huge. Cut that. Then the George Michael fuck up. Yeah. Like, huge. I haven't read about it. Okay. I watched it. Yeah. I'm impressed that she started over. Uh Uh-huh. I thought that was great. Yeah. I didn't know why, really. Like what was wrong? Yeah, was it just her own? I mean, because I didn't hear. I in other words, I didn't it hear off. it. Like it was, it was a little bit off. But yeah. then it didn't sound. You know, <laughs> she's probably so paranoid because what exactly. happened last That's year. That's what I wonder. Yeah, like you know, if you just can't when really the, recover, what happened, the, you're terrified. The, the, like piano mic fell on yeah. the on the strings or whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know, but it was an amazing Adele moment. Like all you ever want moment. when Adele's on stage is for her to to do something crazy that makes her curse. <laughs> And like freak out all the Americans in the audience who aren't used to that. Yeah, she kind of had a beginning, middle, end to the show. Exactly, <laughs> really the Adele show. Yeah. In a way. Um. So yeah, a lot of people. I think all of us are sad that Lemonade didn't win Album of the Year, but Adele handled it as best she could. Also, she's the wearing a lemon thing. pin. Did you know? Oh that? no. Yeah, she yeah. went into the night ready to ready to Just share everything with Bay. Yeah. Yeah. So classy. Oh, it's classy. Yeah, so Grammys are done, so uh, I can go on vacation for a while. <laughs> amazing. Kidding. Here we are, back in the studio. In the freezing cold studio. <laughs> yeah. Well, the frigid. studio's not cold. It's freezing outside. Um, also, a big night last night for my boy Chance. Mm-hmm. Love him. Mm-hmm. He was one of my favorite new artists of 2016. One best new artist. One of my other favorite new artists who was not at the Grammys last night is in the studio with us tonight. Nice. We just sat down with her. New favorite for me, but yeah. you knew all last Kelly, year. You didn't tell me. I know. Kelly Zutro, the lead singer of Wet, which um, is a band that's been around for a little bit in Brooklyn. They recorded, uh, put out an EP a few years ago, which I did not know about. Um, and then they released their first LP last year called Don't You. And it was introduced to me by a colleague. And it's fucking great. 
And, so great. Uh, so beautiful. Yeah. I actually really love the album artwork incidentally. We talk about that a little bit. And yeah, she was she's not such a fan of retro. Not such a fan, and that was something that really was striking and beautiful to me. So yeah. you, it just you never know. Yeah. You can't No, this was a great chill convo mm-hmm. with someone who is a celebrity to me because I listen to her album all the time. So and a real nice artist that happens. mentality. Yeah, yeah. And she played a song for us on Auto Harp. Enchanting. So cool. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, so here you go, guys. Our convo with Kelly from Wet. We have to talk about the Grammys for a quick sec, but before I even get to that, I just want to, on air, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, honestly, y- your album was one of the best albums that I heard last year and oh, was often talked you. about in the Billboard office. Oh, um, and I have so to nice. give a shout out to my friend Alexa at Billboard who made me listen to it and uh, is obsessed with it. And at first I was like, this is sad music and I feel sad right now, so I don't know if I can handle this. But then when I got out of that little funk I was in, I listened to it again and I was like, oh, I was just sad. This could be sad, but it can also be a million other things and it's just really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. So, very nice to hear. So I'm excited that you're here. So it was easier for you once you weren't in that zone? Yeah. I mean, because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of feels in that music. Yeah. yeah. It can make you feel away, as Drake would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. if you're inclined to feeling that, yeah. you can really dwell in that emotion. Absolutely. And it was, it's newer to me. Yeah. So, and I'm not in that place. And it was very <laughs> pa- easy to take it. Cool. Okay, so yeah. yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But I imagine that if you are in it, this is that kind of stuff that you just have on repeat and you are just yeah happily miserable with it yeah. you know it's like the perfect it's good it's either one stuff. it's just great breakup <laughs> stuff yeah i mean the best thing that can ever happen is we'll be at a show and afterwards there's usually like a small line of people that want to talk to us afterwards uh-huh. and usually there's like a couple of people that have these really intense stories a lot of the time young women who uh-huh. are just like I'm going through X, Y, and Z, and they'll just like launch into telling you like really personal stuff that they're going through, and mm-hmm. they'll just say like that song "Dead Water" or "Don't Want to Be Your Girl" mm-hmm. got me through out of my abusive relationship, or got me through someone dying, like something really heavy, and they share this really personal thing with you, and you're like, like at the merch table or something, <laughs> like where yeah, are sometimes, you? Sometimes, yeah, we'll just like be in the venue. I mean, usually that happens like when most of the people have left the venue, and there's people who are standing there, teary eyed, wanting mm-hmm. to tell you, just needing to tell you, like what it's done for them and it's so powerful and i th- i always think i'm like oh it'd be cool to have music that's like in the club or like on the radio or like <laughs> all the places that make money but at the same time it means so much to me to have it be like really personal and in these intimate spaces and like mm-hmm. accompany people through their loss i mean that's like the biggest compliment i think yeah Absolutely. totally i when we were watching actually i don't care about having the grammys talk right now that we're talking <laughs> yeah. about the album yeah, yeah. but when i was watching the grammys with my colleagues last night um one of them was saying how he feels like the most important thing about an like album of the year is that it should have a cohesive vision throughout the album yeah. which i feel like your op like don't you definitely oh, does cool. have that um he was talking about lemonade <laughs> or views and i think like yeah. don't you also like there is a, a continuity there not every song mm. is the same yeah but there's definitely a yeah yeah i think i think like when, when i think back to the album that was one of the goals and i think mm-hmm. in a lot of ways it didn't do a lot of other things that albums do but that was one thing that we really tried for that yeah to have it sound like an album and to like figure out our sound a little bit and mm-hmm. make it consistent throughout and it's interesting i feel that same way 
not to compare our album to Lemonade <laughs> at all because Lemonade's so much better. But just that point that you make about that's what I was really drawn to about Lemonade is like the concept and how political it is mm-hmm. and how important it is at this moment in time. Yeah. What's going on in the world. And I was, yeah, I was crying a lot last night when it didn't win Best Album. Were you? Yeah, it was just like really moving. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's, the Grammys are, you know, as relevant. I I think I really enjoy watching them and uh-huh. it's not the end of the world if you don't get it. But seeing Beyonce there and seeing her performance and like just thinking about how much she's meant to people for the past like 20 years. Totally. And like how she's honed her craft in a way that I've never seen someone do in my lifetime. Yeah. yeah. And it's like reward her. Right. I know. <laughs> well, I think we can all take solace in the fact that, okay, like, so what is the Grammy Academy? It's a handful of people. It's obviously not a great representation of everyone who's listening out there, but look at the reaction to her not winning. Look yeah. at Adele's reaction to her not winning. Yeah, and like, I'm a big, clearly I'm a she's big Adele not fan too. That's a th- I love Adele too. Yeah. It wasn't about that. It's just Adele's totally. one before in this year. Yeah. It felt particularly like with Trump winning, it just like felt like I just wanted like, it. Yeah. Really there's, <laughs> there's another dimension to that, yeah, that totally. you can't really compare to anything else. It's totally. on its own yeah. plane. And so it was an, yeah. an, an particular snub yeah right yeah yeah but i'm saying not snubbed by the rest of the world right right that was like that we all agree that that was the album right yeah and i mean but it's interesting i've been talking to people about how the grammys actually work and it's not like the grammys decide you know the guy who runs the grammys i bet he would have loved beyonce to win Uh he doesn't decide it is a bunch of voters and it's like a part of me is like who's voting who's voting and like what does it mean? And is it the same? Like, is it like the same thing with like Trump? It just like brought up yeah. a lot of stuff right. about, there were like some parallels to be drawn. Yeah, yeah. I love Adele. So it's not that deep in some ways, but it is at the same time. No, look, it's like everyone's feeling watching the Super Bowl this <laughs> yeah. year. Right. I mean, it was like the election all over again. Yeah. It's like everything yeah. is triggering now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. In music and sports in these, like these national pastimes, it's pl- it's like these metaphors yeah for yeah the bigger it's picture. a mirror on yeah. all of that shit yeah. i know but like how often does your favorite movie of the year win best picture i mean yeah. you know right well that's why these award shows as co- culturally relevant as they are, are just you know there's silly. a lot of and yeah. there's it's a lot of just chance involved and, and yeah and, and messed up yeah right <laughs> but i i enjoyed what well, i thought it was a, a good grammys night yeah like, the performances were really good it was like very moving a totally lot of stuff that was going on i thought it was a good one yeah in addition to wet my other mm-hmm. favorite new artist chance won yeah. a lot of yeah, things so that know, made me very excited i didn't know really any of the other new artists uh-huh. almost i want to yeah. say and that brought up a question for me like where would wet like why wouldn't wet be <laughs> a nominee like uh-huh. where are the millions of other and indie bands the thing is there's you know there's so, so many bands, many bands and the uh, being filtered through this like it seems like what is the pop what well, is the I've like chart level it's, yeah. it seems like it's almost like i i to felt be at the like very very top solange even winning right. last night and being nominated was a big triumph mm-hmm. like because she's not someone that would normally there's so many artists sort of in her realm that don't make it to that point so i thought that was cool yeah um but yeah it it it's strange and and i think there's like a lot of award shows and there's specific bands and artists that like get nominated for them and then there's like a billion others there's a billion others and that's i think the problem and i wonder how soon or how much that will evolve in our Mm -hmm. next couple decades of like it's not just you know the people who are scoring highest on the charts and 
getting i don't know if it's streams or how do you how it's even measured now yeah who would get that nomination yeah i mean i'm sure maybe we could like look spotify it up, but will have yeah like right a, an award an award and it'll something. all of a sudden become yeah. the spotify awards are the bigger thing because oh wow or something yeah yeah who knows <laughs> this doesn't seem to make sense oh god but like how unmagical is that <laughs> just like show up and then they announce the math <laughs> you got the most streams <laughs> or maybe right. they yeah, I don't know how. It <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> they do the math. Yeah. Just do the math. Well, then who are, but who are the people voting now? It's like, that's not interesting either. Whatever. You Whatever. know, we should just like call yeah. it what it is, like an yeah. awesome performance it's show. A t- it's an it's age old. Like, just let them perform. Right. Yeah. Get, get rid of the awards. Yeah. That's what we all want to see anyway. Yeah, the performances were great last night. That was that was my favorite Gaga performance ever. I oh think. wow, really? That, I was, it. It was that was the one that I was a little <laughs> not so into it. <laughs> well, see, my thing about Gaga that I love and hate her for is that she's such a chameleon. Yeah. So I think she's so good at mimicking yeah. certain styles or yeah. like Julie Andrews, if that's what she's doing. Yeah. Um, is sometimes it, did she do that. Sometimes I wonder, like, what what is she at her core? Yeah. Sometimes I don't I know what that is. That's true. That is a she's. But she her doing does. like eighties metal. I think yeah. chameleon and is her she core. She nailed it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we covered the Grammys. But yeah, so. Good. good job, guys. Yeah. Um, is your songwriting something that now, so you've gone through sort of a, a pretty rough breakup. And yeah, that inspired a bunch. A bu- <laughs> 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 how old. many went into uh, How many album? was into yeah. <laughs> Wet, the first, the EP, and then the EP Don't You? The EP was two, one primary breakup. <laughs> <laughs> no lie, it was about a different breakup, and then don't. See, this you. is the math I'm interested. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't. I can't tell if this is like so uninteresting for people who are like, don't like. No, this is awesome. Story. But the album, I'd say there's like three. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Ish. Two. Definitely two. Uh, yeah, a third. Beginning of one, and and then ne- the next record, you know, I'm writing right now is dealing with the another one okay and 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 not just that other stuff too of this course. one more so than the last uh is about a lot of stuff yeah the breakups there there and then there's some straight up like love songs that i'm writing and uh-huh yeah is it still coming easily or now that it's yeah. sort of more of a job do you f- have this other burden i still love writing uh but there are definitely moments like when i'm feeling stuck when it's not coming as easily it used to be when it was a side thing that I did, it was like, fine, I'll go do my job or do whatever I'm supposed to be doing. But when it doesn't come, I'm like, oh, God, is it over? Like, will it ever come back? Mm-hmm. And there's this real fear that you're not a good artist. You're not a real artist. You never were good. And that's just the constant <laughs> yeah. dialogue in my head is, were those songs good? Like, am I getting better as a writer? It's just yeah. like, yeah, it is scary. Um, but it is, so far at least... The blocks that I've had haven't lasted longer than like at the longest a couple of weeks. That's nice, yeah. So generally I'm feeling good and generative right now and writing a lot. That's great because you really have the artist mentality from going back. I mean, you started as visual artist more, but also doing musical theater. So you're sort of in every realm. Is that right? Yeah, I did musical theater like in middle school, I did like community theater. There was a theater down the street for me that, you know, let like city kids do plays and I did it um did you love a couple to years. sing were you like I did I did and then when I hit 13 or something I 
shut down and completely stopped. <laughs> got self-conscious? Like, yeah, yeah. I got really self-conscious and really like depressed and sort of just, you know, normal stuff went yeah. through, went through a lot with my family at the time. My family was like having a, a lot of changes took place in my family at that time. And like just a lot of stuff was going on. And I think I switched to, I still was like expressing myself, had like a lot of feelings and, have always found an outlet for them and it's always been some kind of art uh and I just started painting and I, I was at a school that had a good visual arts program and I just really dove into that and completely stopped singing and didn't start again until late in college were you songwriting at all no or writing no okay not not only was I like I I dropped out of high school because I couldn't write that was the reason I was, I had like a 10 page paper due. I was 16. And I mean, that's what I say. I say, I actually have a bunch of reasons. I say <laughs> I did it because Cat Power did it, which is not true. But at the time I remember <laughs> thinking, yeah. I remember thinking like she did it and I was obsessed with Cat Power. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And that's like, so that was a good reinforcement for doing yeah, it, but not like the reason. Why. No, I was <laughs> like, she did it. She's like an artist. I yeah. respect her so much. That wasn't the reason. I think yeah. the reason was I was like really struggling with, Space, honestly like addiction issues and mm. mental health issues mm -hmm. and like some traumatic family stuff that yeah. was going on and I d didn't have like the support that I needed uh -huh. uh, and dropped out of high school and and I didn't know how to write so okay. it's just funny to me that now what my does that job mean yeah. didn't know how to write I I so I went to public public school all my life and never really learned how to write very well mm -hmm. I guess okay and then I applied to a private school like a private art school for uh -huh. for call for high school and I got in on like a full scholarship and I was really excited to go I was like uh -huh. a promising student at the time this is in <laughs> coming, Massachusetts yeah coming from public school I was like a good student uh -huh. um and then I got into the school and immediately like was so far behind everyone mm. that was there that had gone to private schools their whole lives mm -hmm. and I had like an hour and a half commute I lived in the city in Boston and I commuted an hour and a half each way every day. I had this exact experience going from fifth grade public really? to sixth grade private. Really? And I was like bust in from like a more urban yeah. part of town and I couldn't I didn't know how to do the math and yeah. science that they were doing at all. Mm. They were doing exponents. I was like, I've never seen an exponent before. Yeah. That's yeah. the exact same thing. And I think it was just this bad move. And like I didn't have the like both my parents didn't finish high school. I didn't like my parents were so supportive and mm -hmm. such good parents, but they didn't have the resources yeah. to basically like show me how to do it. Right. Um, and they supported me when I was like, I'm not doing this. Fuck this. Yeah. I hate yeah. school. And Wait, I, is it that easy? You can just, you can drop out. I was 16 when you, legally in Massachusetts, oh, the minimum? you can drop out. So I, so was know, that junior year? Yeah. So it was like the very beginning of junior year. Okay. And I had a boyfriend who was a total asshole <laughs> and like mm -hmm. doing a lot of drugs and uh -huh. dealing drugs. So I just started, got into like a partying scene and mm -hmm. got a retail job for a few years and that's what I did for a few years and like really hit a low in my life where I was working retail doing a lot of drugs drinking a lot mm -hmm. in and out of like functioning basically yeah and making art too or not a little bit but by the end barely and I remember someone was like you should apply to Cooper it's free it's a great school you might be able to get in and I got got that in my head sort of really obsessively I was like 
if I can get into this school, it's going to mean something about my self-worth mm. and I will go on. I will mm-hmm. like continue to live. Oh, and I remember thinking, and if not, I really don't know. I was going to felt like I was going to give up and just be like, that's it for me. You know, give up on, and I mean sort of just like, In you that know, moment. work retail forever and just yeah, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that, but it was a really hard existence yeah. for me. And I was like barely getting by living in a, I was like 17 living in like a, a room in a rented house. Me and my mom like had a big falling out at that time. Me and my mom are really close now. We're, we're all good. But that was like a rough, rough time. Hash, yeah. And then I went, I got in to Cooper and I went and. Did you have to take the GED or? Yeah, I got a GED. Okay. And I went. So, but I had had a job a for GED. a few years and really missed a lot of high school. So I really struggled at Cooper too. Just doing school was hard for me, but I got through it. And in that time, I met both Joe and Marty, who are in the band, and a bunch of other great people. And just through partying, through social. Yeah, they both went to NYU, and yeah, just like saw them around, and <clears throat> yeah, had some friends in common, and. There were other people, too. We were making music together very casually. Someone was like, I, I really don't even remember how it started. It was <laughs> like, do you, well, actually, Marty. I remember I asked Marty to teach me how to play guitar. And Had was, you ever played? Or no, I was just like, I kind of want to, like, I want to sing this Cat Power song. It comes back to Cat <laughs> Power. It's like, I really want to sing this song, Metal Heart, just for fun. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to. He tried to teach me too hard. And I was like, you just play guitar. I'll sing. <laughs> and we made a cover of, awesome. of Metal Heart. And that was the beginning, really. And then. Did you record it? Yeah, I have it. That's wow. awesome. It's, it's crazy. Have you met her yet? yet? I met her, yeah, yeah. I met her this year. Did you tell her all of this? No. Because I, I, I really wanted. I probably could have but i didn't she was like eating and yeah, i yeah, didn't yeah. want to right. we were backstage Another time. yeah but it was amazing meeting her it was like oh i'm in the same backstage as her yeah. right now like i'm and she was so sweet and gracious and like good all the things ready to pop the question the jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You would want. Yeah, but that's so that's when I met the boys and like slowly started doing music and it took a long time of just sort of messing around and I got an auto harp that I brought that mm-hmm. just started like writing really casually and then at a certain point you know, we put out a couple songs still for fun at that point. It genuinely was for fun. It wasn't to do it as a job. It wasn't to prove anything. Mm-hmm. And they picked they got some attention a How? little bit of attention yeah. i don't know they they went up on the internet like where did you post them on Bandcamp? okay and soundcloud uh-huh and they got like a little bit of traction not a lot yeah. a couple blogs wrote about it and then and then neon gold reached out to 
out to us about putting out an EP. And we're like, yeah, cool. <laughs> that, there's that leap to me is, is the gap that I yeah. always wonder about. Because as we started saying earlier, millions. I mean, how many people put out music on SoundCloud and Bandcamp? Right. And so I'm curious how, and maybe you yeah, don't know, honestly. I don't know. But, but I always feel like there must be some... Because sometimes when you pain. prod, yeah. then well, it comes think, out that I someone knew somebody. You know. I think that there is a like combination Like Joe and Marty of in school for music? Joe, uh, Marty was, but Joe wasn't. And what I think it is, is we had been in the city for a while at that point. And I do think if you stay in a scene for long enough and you put it out there for long enough, it does actually weed out a certain number of people. Mm -hmm. Like, it just takes a while. So yeah. I think So were you playing out thing. together? We played a couple shows, yeah. And I think it was combination of friends coming to see we had been in the city for a while so we knew like you know a lot of our friends were in bands a couple of our friends bands were somewhat successful a little bit in the scene and um so I think it's a combination of just being around for long enough and the second thing is luck just pure luck and timing and and uh, like if you happen to make something that feels relevant in that moment and happens to strike a chord with some group of people or some number of people so it's like and then yeah the songs should be good but not always you know it sometimes <laughs> that isn't a requirement yeah. yeah and then I guess the hustle part comes in where yeah luck the balance between how much you push outward yeah. and, and, and sort at of that point we did start you. we once we got a a little bit of attention we were like this is great we'd love to do this more and <laughs> we answered our emails i think that's half of it i say that to people i'm like yeah. just write back uh, yeah. answer your emails in a timely way i think a professor <laughs> taught me that once they were like i honestly don't care how much work you do how much you even show up but you just don't respond to my email just respond to my emails and i was like that i can do that i have to just do that bare yeah. minimum of just writing back you can say anything yeah but just like having that conversation and some people just get nervous when they get an email about anything right scary like yeah. hey we're interested in doing an ep some people would be like i don't know what to say back to that like, right yeah like when, this can't be real I'm just yeah gonna, yeah yeah too good to be true yeah and there was a time in my life where i never would have responded but yeah. it just hit us at the right time we were mm -hmm. like 24 when that happened and we we're like okay let's like <laughs> respond and do this and yeah. it, and it and so it what was the first so neon gold reaches out yeah and then do you remember like what was the first thing that felt like a leap of sort of the next step yeah they introduced us to a producer noah berezin who we really liked and they were like we think you should work with this guy he'd work really well with you and the boys were doing a lot of the production at the time so they worked with him and we were all there in the room and we um just recorded it in like a week and put it out and it did well I mean people liked it and people liked it enough that like record labels started yeah reaching out a bunch of them and and then it was like oh this is real this, this is real. happening yeah. yeah and it was a really really exciting time so that was in like 2013-14 yeah 2013 yeah yeah so that it feels like it happened literally whirlwind like maybe a year span yeah in a year wow like yeah. what was your life like when you made the ep where were you living were you having like a broke brooklyn existence <laughs> yeah yeah okay. i mean i had a lot of roommates was uh -huh. living uh in bedsty uh -huh. and had like a lot of debt uh-huh still have a lot of debt <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't changed and i was about to get uh -huh. jealous for a second <laughs> no no you got rid of it that fast no 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 okay <laughs> 
doing okay, but okay, like, I still have some debt. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I was a nanny and teaching part time, teaching art part time, and uh-huh. the boys were had their various hustles. Like we were all working a lot, working like long hours. Yeah. And, doing the EP on the weekend, you know, when we were not working, it wasn't, it wasn't until we started working in earnest on the LP mm-hmm. that we quit our jobs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. by then you were signed by Columbia. Yeah. So we got signed. Yeah. yeah cool. And that, yeah. That so was were you amazing. signed with neon gold or is it sort no, of like it, a, no, and, and that can work all different ways. Yeah. But what we had done was sort of a very non-committal. They said, let's, let's do this fun thing and see how it goes and we did it and it was great they're amazing amazing i think doing that with them was one of the best decisions we've ever made they're really smart talented people and i think they have a really good ear and i think it was a really good place for us to start out yeah clearly yeah (laughs) it's worked out so far yeah another thing that uh when you're talking about you know, answering emails. And one lesson that stuck with me, like from music school and things like that is just like, be nice, like be a nice person because there's like a million other horn players and piano players and people who could replace you in a second who are prompt and responsive Mm -hmm. and And nice nice and nice and being nice to everyone you come in contact with because there's a lot of people to deal with in these situations and yeah no and it's like shattering that rock and roll image (laughs) i know (laughs) no i know it's true though it's like who you would want to spend a month in a van with or who would you want to be do like a 15 hour day in a studio with exactly it's like it does matter trust your investment with. yeah someone's totally. investing in you totally if you're a shit show yeah that's not a great investment yeah and a lot of people do get ahead being that way yeah i don't know I if don't being know. nice that's been my i've just that's <laughs> what i've tried to do but i see a lot of people doing really well that aren't very nice <laughs> have you also. come and have you yeah. experienced some shitty stuff sure i mean i've met all kinds of people in the music industry i'm sure it's like any other sure area probably there's great people there's not great people there's really nice people then there's people who are incredible talented and fun to be around but like seem like bad people (laughs) (laughs) but you're like this is perfect this works out so well for you because you don't think about other people when you make decisions so that must make it really easy to make decisions (laughs) i feel like my the hardest thing for me with making any decision is like thinking about what everyone wants in a room and and the people i'm talking about generally are men so that might also just be like a man woman thing or like a privilege thing different levels of privilege allow you to be more of a dick yeah yeah my my cousin who's in school for social work social work right now is telling me the other day she was like you know women are historically taught to prioritize other people's stories and we don't yeah. put ourselves at the center of mm. our own story enough. Yeah. Mm. So we're always worried about how it's going to turn out mm-hmm. for everyone else but ourselves. Yeah. That's, yeah, I've been thinking so much about that. I think everyone is right now. I think like all of this stuff is really coming up. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> with this album, I'm... The new one that you're writing? or Yeah, the, or? the new one that I'm writing. I'm really in the thick of writing it right now. It's a lot. I'm really trying to figure out what it is that I want to say and what I want it to sound like and really just focus in on yeah my story and being at the center of it and 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 it's been really interesting and it, and I'm not writing they're not all breakup songs even though there's nothing wrong with a breakup song I love a breakup song more than you know anything mm-hmm. but um it's just it's I'm definitely in this place right now where I've decided I can't 
I can't on any level be unhappy with the way that this album is presented or the way it sounds or the writing or any aspect of it. So it's, I'm just much more involved this time. And, and I was really involved in the last one too, but there were just a lot of different voices and a lot of people involved in this one. I'm just trying to figure out what I want and be okay with that. And it's really hard to yeah. ask, to demand that basically. Yeah. You can't ask for it because people will say no. Right. You have to just take it. Yeah. And that's something that I'm not comfortable doing. And I've noticed as I've become more aware of it uh-huh. and just seeing the way that people interact, it's like I... I usually ask and a lot of time the answer is no or maybe or yeah a little bit you can have a little bit and and I see other people just doing it because that's what they're used to and maybe that's just what they've been allowed to do their whole lives and mm-hmm. I'm just at this point where I just need to make the album I want to make and yeah it's been really cool and it's interesting and I think yeah. it'll be a, I hope it'll be a good album because <laughs> of that so what do you mean specifically because the uh don't you was self-produced yeah so so the boys the boys did most of it joe did a lot of the production work the programming and the sort of like soundscapes marty was involved with that as well he's did a lot of the guitar and instrumentation and you know i had a hand in all of that and i did the writing so this this time the boys are still going to be very involved it's just going it's been very important to me to figure out what exactly I want from from it but like in terms of in what every way in, <laughs> do you feel better of, able to articulate that this time like around? musically yeah. yeah musically so in terms of the production I and because to me what I've realized that I like in an album is like a very cohesive vision. And generally that is mainly one person's vision, I think supported by other people's definitely like it involves collaboration, but what I'm drawn to in art and this isn't, there's plenty of good art that isn't made this way, but what I'm generally drawn to is a primary vision and then supporters in that vision. Mm. And it took a while for me to say that that's what I wanted this to be. Well, it sounds incredibly challenging to do that yeah. when you're in a three-person band oh, and, and they're you started my, together. How yeah, do you they're, like they're negotiate my, that? It's really complicated and we talk about it all the time and it's a it's just a long process and we're figuring it out and I don't want it to come off like they're not uh, going to be involved because they definitely are and they were very involved in the last album and they're both really talented and they're my best friends so it's it's not it actually isn't about them it's more like as a woman and as an artist and as the writer and the person whose face and body was literally on the cover of the album I just I realized that I wanted to know exactly how I wanted to be presented and be perceived and what I wanted to say and not um compromise on a lot of it and may there will be compromise there always is but know which things i'm not willing to that's amazing and can I'm you give us any out. specifics i i mean it's it's everything you would imagine it's like there will of course be uh like people disagree about a certain sound or a certain song even uh-huh. being on the album right. but i mean in terms of w- like what One. you want to present in this next album or what you don't want to present yeah i mean just by way of example. Yeah, I guess one example would be I wasn't crazy about the album cover. Okay. And and as an image, I think it's all right. Wait, don't think, you? Yeah, I, I actually think it's a really powerful image, and I love the photographer who took it. I love the creative director who directed the whole thing. It was more about just me not being 100% sure of having my naked body right. on there and feeling like 
what what I didn't like about it was I felt like the album was very soft in a lot of ways mm -hmm. and very feminine and kind of easy listening in some ways. Mm -hmm. And I wanted the art to complicate it a little bit more. Mm, so I remember really wanting something harsher on okay, the cover. Okay, interesting. That's, That's so just, interesting. And, yeah. and now looking back, I mean... I think it's a I think it's a good album I cover. I don't it. have I a problem with it. Yes. It's more just the process of getting to that place. I remember feeling really bad when yeah. the decision Well, it's was interesting. Made. Yeah, the sort of time pressures that I yeah. imagine having a major label mm -hmm. or any any team of people yeah. with you on a project like that that it's not yeah. just sort of like you can't deliberate as long as maybe yeah. you would do on an independent project and, and me, that's we did. hard. We deliberated. You know? <laughs> we deliberated <laughs> and it, and it, it was such a democratic process. In a lot of ways, I think it was incredible to do that, to really, there were hundreds of images. <laughs> there were so many and images. And we're talking, the one that, that made it was, is the, the your back your of back. me with the shadow in the hand. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's good or bad anymore. I'm too close to it. I All I remember <laughs> is the process and how uh, just like miserable it was for oh, us man. three, like just not knowing what to do. And I think in some ways, I think, I think it can be easier with art to go with a gut decision. And that's harder when you're taking into account what everyone, and I'm not just talking about the boys. We would feel like we were taking into the, the label, the managers, mm -hmm. like the everyone and all amazing people. But it's just, I think it can be really dangerous, especially when you have a big, you start to, your team gets bigger, like the people, the amount of people you're working with. You really have to, the best artists, the, the artists that I am drawn to and respect, they stay so stuck to their vision and they have to fight so hard for it, especially women, you mm -hmm. know. I mean, Solange, again, is a really good example of that. She's, her visuals and her, her everything that she's put out with this last album and the writing and everything, it just feels like it was so her and mm -hmm. her vision supported by a lot of really smart amazing people yeah and that's why knowing that is the first step is like yeah. knowing surely yeah. what you want yeah and that's the thing is like that's the tough is or just the, the figuring out what you want because yeah. you can you really can't be happy with your decisions until you know that and i think in the end i'm really happy with the album i'm really proud of it and there's lots of things i would would change if i could go back but at the same time it was our first album and I think we were just learning a lot as we were doing it and like we were figuring out what we sounded like and it did happen really fast yeah. where we were making music really casually and then there was an album that was supposed to be done and and I think this one will be better because I, I feel like I know myself a lot better and I feel less worried with what people are going to think about it mm -hmm. and more clear about what my role is in it and what I want other people's roles to be in it. And I feel like the boys feel the same way. Like they understand what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are. And how much does the current political climate yeah, yeah. seep into your writing <clears throat> right now? I mean, a lot. Yeah. Just in, in that I feel affected by it. I feel like in tune with, with a lot of, uh, with what feels like a very dark and overwhelming time, but mm -hmm. in other ways there are like glimpses of hope here and there. So it, it is, it's not like explicit. 
it's yeah. not an explicitly political album. Even though I've tried that, it hasn't. Really? Yeah, I like have. You tried to write a song that, in that, that vein? That is more political, yeah. yeah, that it's like explicit. And, uh-huh. and it it didn't work the couple times that I've tried. But it's hard to do it without it veering a little bit into satire. Yeah, mm. and just feeling and too on the nose. A you're bit. just yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah, and, and you're like, I'm like a white person, like telling people right. what to think. Uh, that's not that's right. not relevant you, or interesting. Right. Like, it, but as a woman, do, but yeah, and I do. Well, I do feel like as a woman in a and the the front person and writer of a band that is inherently a political. The art you're making is political. I mean, mm-hmm. just that is well, woman's perspective is right. is interesting still. And exactly. So I think when it gets too specific, you can be you can really get into mm, this is really this really doesn't come off great or this doesn't sound very interesting coming from me or this does and it it that's a little too it gets a little too con- like just not interesting to me i think yeah. other people do that very mm-hmm. well and i'm into it it hasn't <laughs> worked for me i think yeah. my strength is more like being emotional as a woman unapologetically is political yeah, yeah, you yeah. know being like it's okay to talk have an, a whole album about your breakup and like how weak you feel and that it's okay to say that yeah. and it doesn't you know that you're not not allowed to say yeah. you're weak or you know all that stuff I think and That's also awesome. just being on a stage as a woman and having seeing a room full of girls and women and men singing along yeah. to you is I think that's political just uh-huh. seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us have vacillated between feeling like everything we do is futile right now yeah. and feeling like it's so important. There's so right yeah. much import to, yeah. to do it. Yeah. Say those things. Yeah. But that's a roller coaster. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you brought your auto harp. Yeah. What are you going to play for us tonight? Um, I was thinking of just playing dead water. Great. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Fan fave, as yeah. they say. Uh, okay. Kelly, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, let's get to this a song. This is so fun. Thank, thank you, you guys. Thanks for having me. If I could be stronger And if you were just older We might last this out a longer But the task just gets harder And my face turned to red from drinking all that dead water. And again, when you said that I was my mother's daughter, shaky when it comes to me, shaky. Thanks. 
happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer budget-friendly flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment the plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals so for whatever tomorrow brings united healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you learn more at uh1.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.